Hello and welcome to the 33rd episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. I am one of your co-hosts, Samantha Blackman, and I am joined this evening, as in every podcast evening, by my two co-hosts, Alex Lane and Nicole Marie. Ladies. What up? You didn't introduce yourself, Sam. I know. I threw you off by that, didn't I? (laughs) I know. I don't know how to proceed now. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, let, let me fix that. It's My like name. The Sims when you, like, do have two people do the same action, and then they just, like, stop, and then, like, one person's walk forward a step, and then they get confused, and they sit there for, like, an hour. <laughs> Where do we go from here? It's like Let's a four-way not have stop. that happen. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm Samantha Blackman. I'm an associate professor here at Purdue University in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana where I um, teach and research minority rhetorics and digital humanities kinds of things. Um, and uh, for me right now, digital humanities is um, is heavily focused in games and game theory. Now, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Alex Lane. I am a PhD student at Purdue University. And just coming off of finals week. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty exhausted. I just gave my students oral exams uh, yesterday all day long. I had to bribe other people to come help me with with a cake and uh, bagels. Were you were you happy? Or not bagels. What did you call them? Rolls with holes? Rolls with holes. Not bagels. I'm like, oh, I got bagels. Those aren't bagels. You've never had a real bagel. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say you have not ever had a real bagel. I yes, said you we did. That's exactly what I you said. said. We don't have real bagels here in 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 the Lafayette area. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I don't remember what I was talking about. Somehow we got to bagels. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, I, we're bribing. I, yeah, I was bribing people to help me with my exams. So. Um, I just tonight finished my last class that I will take, uh, at least for the foreseeable future. So I'm pretty excited about that. And yeah, Nicole. All right. Um, So I'm Nicole Marie, and I am finishing my undergraduate as a Purdue student. I'm so excited to be technically done. Technically done. I have a summer class, but... but, um, and I am a student in the professional writing program, but I try to revolve everything I do in there around video games. And I can't believe I've never mentioned this before, but I also have participated in some research on video games with Professor Blackman here. <gasps> so fun! I know it's so crazy, right? <laughs> you know what? You know what Sam said the other day. She goes, "I am so sad that Nicole's leaving. I never want to hire another research intern again." <laughs> Yeah. You could keep me forever. I know. I don't think Aww. so. You don't want to oh. stay here forever with me and be a research well, intern. <laughs> I don't know. Her job was pretty sweet. You could pay me comparable to. Uh, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought they paid you guys really well. <laughs> the research interns, yeah. Paying the money so hand well. over fist, yep. Not. <clears throat> I work I work on dreams. Hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams. 
<laughs> and, and occasionally being yeah, able to so play video games at work, right? Yeah. That's why we all work. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's why we all work. Just to play video games. Yep. So, ladies, speaking of playing video games, what you playing? Man, I'll go first because mine's pathetic. Like, it's just pathetic. Oh, but don't be beating yourself up. It's, <laughs> it's the roughest two weeks I, of the entire I, year, so you can't beat yourself up. Right, exactly. Exactly. And I, I, like, I've been cramming in 22 credit hours of, like, dead week and finals week into this obviously two week time period and it's it's kicking my butt and being sick isn't helping at all but mm. I literally have just committed time to Kingdoms of Amalur and then when I can get a chance I've been catching up on draw something which has been phenomenal because I think my drawing skills are getting a little better <laughs> but um I got the um the Dead Cal DLC uh-huh. for Kingdoms uh-huh. how is that and I I liked it a lot. And the funny thing is, is when I got it, I wasn't uh, level 10 or higher. Mm-hmm. So I had to wait a while to jump into it. And uh-huh. uh, yeah, because I, I bought it and I didn't realize it was based on the level. Mm. Like they literally won't, like you can't really even start it. Um, so that was interesting, but I, I liked it. It was... Um, I was really happy with the fact that it was, like, an entire island of things that I could do. Yeah, that was nice. It was really nice. Like, that's one of the first times where I had, well, that and From Ashes from Mass Effect. Those are some times when I've been like, I really feel like I paid a legitimate amount of money for this DLC. That's (laughs) sort of a nice feeling. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was very nice. So, that was was cool. And then, um, other than that, I've really just been... I've been doing everything but the main quest line because that's what I do with RPGs. So <laughs> that's the exact I same thing I've been doing too with uh, Mass Effect. Oh really? See, that's what I um, Sam and I had a whole conversation about how I like didn't even see a dragon in Skyrim, and I was twenty hours into gameplay. Like I had not even seen a dragon. So <laughs> like I don't even know how that was possible, but. You're right, because yep. that's the first thing you do. It's like you get out of the you get out of the tutorial and you go off and you find a dragon. I was like, oh no, I went the opposite way. <laughs> I turned around and walked the other way. I like that about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was funny. So yeah, yep. There's me, me and my games. One, woo. Yeah. What about you, Alex Lane? What you been playing? Oh, I've been playing. Far, far too many hours. I think that's part of my exhaustion. Um, I've been playing... Uh, actually, I played this two weeks ago, but I forgot to talk about it. Um, Majesty 2. I uh, downloaded it on Steam, and I played for like five hours. It was really fun. Have you guys seen it at all? Uh-uh. It's, uh, it's, I downloaded it because it looked like... Oh, what's that? Oh. I downloaded it because it looked like Tropico. Um, kind of like a civilization thing where you build stuff. Um, but I got into the game and it's actually, um, like you are this king, of course, king, uh, king of this kingdom. And you go on to these different areas of your kingdom to like reclaim it from whatever is attacking. And you like build, you build like a major, like, like a tower to 
train mages and then it's like a place to train archers and then they like defend your city. So you have to like stabilize all these different regions from the different kind of things that are attacking them. So it's like, it's like really interesting because it combines my two types of game I like, which is resource management, building up a sort of an area, but still killing things. So that was nice. And it's like quest based. You play more games because you think they're tropical-like. I know. <laughs> she is just, she's chasing that tropical high. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I know. I know. Tropico and Civ. It, you know what it all goes back to? This is actually kind of... I don't think I've talked about this before. It all goes back to when I had Command & Conquer on the PS... On the regular PlayStation. And... Uh, I would play, did you guys remember like the first command? I think it was the first command and conquer Mm -hmm. Um, way back then, you you know, they had the regular game, but I never played the regular game. I only played the skirmish mode and I would, I still have, I still have that game. Do you? Oh my God. I need to play it sometime. Um, But I would, uh, I would play the skirmish mode and then just build up these huge empires inside of it. I never like wanted to attack anybody or anything. I just wanted to build up huge empires. And then I surrounded everything with Tesla coils and ever ever since then, when I was a little playing that game, I've always wanted to just build up empires. So anyway, little uh, little shot into my psyche there. There you go. There you That's go. what happens when I'm tired. Suck it. Okay, so uh, I also played a lot. <laughs> I played a lot of Dungeon Defenders, which is... Wait, before you even start, I have to say this. I have to say this, and everybody has to know. Let me tell you how hardcore Alex Lane is. <laughs> Why? What did I do? <sighs> Dungeon Defenders. We were we've been playing Dungeon Defenders. Uh, you didn't play with us co-op, but we've played co-op at school, and we, then we've been playing multiplayer. And Dungeon Defenders is a really hard game to play multiplayer unless you can actually talk to the people you're playing with. Oh God, I know what you're gonna t- say. Alex Lane is so fucking hardcore. And she taped a mic to her head with duct tape. I, I, I broke I broke my mic. I threw it and I broke it. So I just had like the the circle like, circular earpiece and then the microphone piece, so I duct taped it to my head. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I put a hat on first, okay? I didn't duct tape it to my hair. I'm not stupid. Yeah, that would be bad. That would be bad. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I should uh, not have told you that. No, because you will never live it down. <laughs> oh well, whatever. So Dungeon I'm, Defenders. I'm just impressed. Okay, I just have to say that. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Nothing For once, respect. I didn't disappoint you. That's good. <laughs> um, I like Dungeon Defenders a lot. I'm not going to talk about it. You can talk about it, Sam, if you want. Um. But I like it because I'm always looking for a two-player game, like a good two-player game to play with Mike. Like we played Portal Two, and loved that. But there's just not that many. I mean, you, there's lots of multiplayer like online games, but if you're gonna like do something besides like shooting games, you know, like FPSs, it's hard to find like a good two-player game. So that's one. That's one of the reasons I love this um, game so much. And I downloaded it on my phone because I wanted to play it on the bus. Uh, it's like three bucks on your phone, but it's too hard to play. Like it's like the controls are too complex for the mm-hmm. phone interface. Mm-hmm. So it's, mm. it wasn't good on the phone. So don't buy it. Um, I have also been playing a shitload of mass effect three. 
I think in the last few days I've put in, I think I must be at between 12 and 15 hours, something like that. Nice. Um, just playing that constantly because I'm completely addicted to it. And it's all I think about. So there's that. <laughs> um, That's funny. That's and of funny. course I've been playing crazy amounts of Civilization with my mom because I'm a nerd like that. Hey. Whatever gets you there. I guess we are not your mama's gamer, so. <laughs> <laughs> so no shame, I suppose. Well, it's been a pretty uh, low-key game in, like, a couple weeks for me, too. I, too, have played a metric shit ton of Dungeon Defenders. Um, <laughs> Dungeon Defenders ate my brain. And it did eat my brain, man. Um, played co-op for, like, six hours straight one day at school. Uh, can we talk about when that took place? Because that was during class. What do you mean it was during class? When you and Ricky played? That was not during class. Sam. That was a Tuesday. Class is on Monday. That was too during class. It was not. Yes, it was. It was Tuesday. <laughs> class is on Monday. We played the day after class. Mm. And we played for like six hours. We turned it on for like five minutes during class on Monday. <laughs> um, so we played Dungeons and Vendors and then I've been playing a lot of a lot of um, single player to kind of level up my characters and then playing multiplayer with uh, Alex Lane here um, what level are your characters now? Uh, I think like I got a couple of them I think like mm -hmm. 11, 13, and 15 nice um, I'm a highest level characters then I have this weird little wizard guy um, that's pretty low still. But I've got mm -hmm. a, a Huntress and two Squires mm -hmm. that have been leveled up pretty pretty well. Um, yeah, those. Um, it's basically <laughs> a, a tower defense. <laughs> it's kind of a tower defense with a crystal defense game um, where you have to defend your, uh, your crystal from an onslaught of uh, orcs and other uh, supernatural beings. Um, I said that it reminded me of League of Legends, and Cody was horribly offended by that. Apparently they're nothing alike, but it reminds me of it. It's a lot like uh, Orcs Must Die is what it's a lot like. Yeah, um, that's probably a better comparison. But it's a whole lot more fun than Orcs Must Die. <laughs> um <laughs> And I'm and the, the funny thing is is that I had not played this game for a very long time and I I didn't play it for a long time when it came out because I knew this was going to happen. I knew I was going to get hooked. I mean, and the only reason that I started playing it this time is because we were going to have that day of gaming together and we needed some good co-op games. Mm -hmm. So, I I had uh, I bought this one cuz I figured this would be a good co-op game and I was right. Um it's a great co-op game. Yeah. I, too, um, other than Dungeon Defenders, have been playing um, Kingdoms of Amalur. Um, I'm uh, the Dead Kale uh, DLC as well. Um, there's the new DLC that just came out, was it like this week, um, that I haven't yeah, played I yet. Um, that uh, I might get around to <clears throat> now that uh, school is going to be ending. You know, have nothing better to do. 
Clearly. It's called the the Teeth of Naros, N A R O S. Um Yeah. It's it it uh, it actually adds a new race to as well and a new city. Cool. So, oh, I didn't yeah. Know that. Yeah, see, they've they're, they're, I think they're gonna if it's anything I'm and I'm I'll probably buy it because I enjoy the the Dead Kel um, DLC. You know, for and I don't know if it was like this for you, Nicole, but at, I guess at first because it was a new city and um, I really hadn't played in like a week or two. But when I bought the the Kel DLC and started, it was kind of slow going, and I don't know if it was because I was just getting back into it and it had been off of it for a week or two, um, or if the DLC was kind of slow starting out itself. Well, no, it was definitely slow starting out for me too. Okay, it, but if you if you buy it or just check if you buy it and you find it slow going when you first start, just you know push your way through it because it really gets good. Um, and the yeah, story, the stories, the story's great. The story is great. The story in the whole game is really, really interesting, actually. Yeah, I liked. I, I, I've really been shocked about how much I like this game because I, I, I mean, I don't know why I say I'm shocked, but I, <laughs> I wasn't. Well, you didn't dig it I at first, expecting. right? No, I really didn't because I was just because I was staying away from the main quest line. So everything I was doing were just fetch quests. Right, and yeah. And so I, I couldn't get into it at all. But when I finally, like, sat down and, you know, when you find more of the lore stones, I, I love finding the lore stones because I listen to every single one of them. I think oh, yeah, I'm, like, the too. only person on the no, planet. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sam but, definitely uh, listens to everything and reads everything. We've discovered we're <laughs> incompatible gamers that way for RPGs. Yeah, the first time yeah. we ever played That's WoW funny, together, no. it's atrocious. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Are you frozen? Did you log off? You're like, shut up! I'm trying to read the quest text. <laughs> I'm that same way. Like every time I find a note, like I just I just did a quest line um, where instead of finding what you expect to find, you find a note um, in the traveler quest line. Yeah, and. So I, I like you just pick it up, and so I was like, "Oh, Lottie Dot!" I was like, "Wait, I have no idea what that said." Like I had to take a second and be like, "I can't believe that I, I like didn't read it." So I'm all about reading that See? stuff. Yeah, you gotta read it, man. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, um, and then I, the I freely admit that I am wrong. In you that are. Capacity. You are, and you miss out on so much good gameplay that way. I know. I know. I do the same thing with That's books true. when I get really, really into a book. Like I just skip the paragraphs of description and go right to the dialogue so I can find out what happens. Oh God! And then, I know. then, then you wonder why. Then you find yourself wondering, like two or three chapters later, what the hell everybody's talking about because you skip something in the details that would explain yeah. the entire world to you, right? Nah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny! You are. So I actually, actually, I just read an article on <laughs> on Kotaku. I think it was on Kotaku. It probably wasn't. It was on one of the blogs I read. But um, talking about how they like the lore in Skyrim more than they do Kingdoms, because the lore in Kingdoms feels like they're throwing too much at you at once. Mm. Hmm. Like so, they were like too, they were just overloaded with so so much lore that they didn't even want to pay attention to it. They said so. Maybe maybe that's your problem, Alex Lane. 
lore overload. Um, Thank any you. lore is lore very, overload very for nice. Alex Wayne. Yeah, very nice of you, but I think I'm <laughs> thinking on my own. Oh, okay. Dang it! I tried. There, there are many different types of gaming, Samantha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not That's buying it. The beauty it. of it. It's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, sorry. That's yeah, funny. yeah. And uh, the other game that I've been playing this week, um, and I, I'll say new game that I've been playing this week is uh, is when the the humble bundle came out this time, um. The indie bundle. Uh, I bought it. Yeah, I bought it even though I owned like everything in it except for Botanicula. Um, well, just because, one, I wanted Botanicula and I figured my money should probably go to charity. Um, so I've been playing nice. Botanicula, which is actually pretty fun. It's um, a very pretty, uh, I think it's hand-drawn, um, kind of point-and-click adventure kind of game. But it's a nature point-and-click adventure where you have this band of merry characters that are various things in nature. Like there's this um, seed pod on like uh, the you know, like like the dandelion seed pods are attached to the floaty thing. Um, so that they can carry further, so that gives it that gives that um, little character kind of flying ability. Um, so there's they're the regular kind of band of um, characters that you get in adventure games um, that have different uh, that have different traits, different characteristics, and different abilities, but they're all based on the uh, their their physical makeup and what they would be able to do in nature. Um, so it's very cool. It's a new take on it. Um, and I played a couple of hours of it and I'm liking it. I don't know that, you know, it will engage me in the same way that say dungeon defenders will, but you know, it's cute and I like it because it's a new take on the adventure game and I'm a big adventure game person. You know that RPGs and adventure games are where I am. Um, but I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Um, and oh, I have to say this. I did go back and play more Journey. Oh, did you? What did you think? I still hate it. Oh, no way. <laughs> I still hate it. I went back and I played I I played through I think at least three full levels. Um and I still I still don't like it. I mean, it's beautiful. The music is great. Um but I like to kill stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do. I mean, yeah, I don't think you need to apologize for that. It's when, <laughs> you know, especially since you know, sometimes I need to kill stuff. Um, right. Shoot it, it out, man. Killing, there you go. Shoot it out. Keeps me from killing people. <clears throat> but uh, so I did play more Journey, and that's what I played. So, ladies, now comes the fun part. What you reading? It's finals week and dead week. Anybody? <laughs> Everybody's like, mm, nothing. Uh, nothing. <laughs> I don't have anything to talk about either. Sorry. I talked to some people who read books. Was that, is that good enough? Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> I read blogs again. 
and talk. But that's a that's a given. That's a given. Everybody, you go through your mm-hmm. regular, your regular daily blog. So I don't know. I haven't. Yeah. The thing is, if I really haven't read much of anything this week either. That is, um, that is book length and and game related. Um, I downloaded a bunch of articles that I was gonna read but never got around to them. Um, and I've been reading uh the second book in the Hunger Games series. Oh, fun. Nice. Because that was kind of where I needed to be in my head right now. <laughs> it's a good time for Hunger Games, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I just read the whole series over my trip to California. I needed something to read on the plane, and I read the whole thing, and it was definitely exactly what I needed at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. That's fun. Yep. So, okay. Sorry, I don't know anything. I know. Reading. And, and <laughs> this is this is horrible because this is this is the <laughs> dead podcast. What you drinking, ladies? Please, somebody say they're drinking something good. <laughs> oh yeah, I got a great one. I had a bit of a stomach ache, so I'm having ginger ale. Yeah. Take that. Ooh, slow down. I know. Slow down. I know, right? Lovely. I know. But you know what? You just can't hold me back. I'm crazy. I'm crazy like that. <laughs> I'm also letting my dog oh, out right now because so she's going insane. So I apologize. That's funny. For any crazy background noise. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, ginger ale. Ginger ale. Rocking a ginger ale. I, as I told Alex Lane earlier, am on a no pop kick, and I'm so proud of myself. This is the first time that I haven't like drank pop for this long my entire life, and oh, I'm go- I'm like three weeks, three weeks. I got sick, and I decided I'm fed up with getting sick all the time, so I'm like on this health kick. But I'm actually doing it for once, which is nice. That is nice. Uh, what kind of healthy stuff are you doing besides not drinking pop? Um, I, well, I went to the grocery store and I usually like spend all of my money on eating out and it's not only does it like cost me way too much goddamn money, but I just hate doing it. Like I feel gross every time I eat out. Yeah. So I, um, I did a really smart shopping trip. Like I only paid $75 for everything I got and I got a ton of fruits and veggies, which was really nice. Um, so eating more fruits and veggies, not eating out, and then no pop. No pop at all. Those so. are three reasonable things that are awesome. Yeah, yeah, those are three reasonable things that are awesome. And you're not like, yeah. I need to work out six times a day or something. Those vegetables, no, less not. eating out, no pop. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. And the, the, new, the no pop one is the most difficult for me because it's not even just that I need it for caffeine. Like, I just love pop so much. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not a I'm not a big water person at all either. But the um, the low calorie um, crystal light tab thingies make it yeah. way easier for me to drink water. So that's been nice. It's hard on our campus too because you have the peat pops and the den pops and stuff. So like you are exactly. you are usually sixty cents away from an enormous, disgusting amount of soda from a bucket of soda <laughs> from a bucket of yeah. soda. Yeah. Exactly. And when you have, like, a group of people who all want them every day, so you get them for each other, it's even worse. (laughs) Yeah, if it's going to be walked to you, like, you have no effort to put forward into it, like, someone's going to bring it to you, definitely. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, it's 
it's it's not easy, but it's also like definitely the easiest thing to make it more healthy for me. So I'm drinking some water. Woo! <laughs> Sam, I told you we were sitting on here just like laughing half heartedly at how lame we were this week. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I am not drinking anything. Oh no, what is wrong with us? That's I okay. Know. We get two of these episodes a year during finals week in the fall and in the spring. Yeah. I am not yeah, I'm not drinking anything. I was gonna go downstairs and make a drink. Um but I had mama duty. Um AKA poop duty. <laughs> AKA <laughs> <laughs> we all know what you meant. Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, so, and I, so I was already late getting to to the. I was already late getting to the table. Um, and you know so how fussy Alex Lane gets. And Alex Lane turns into a pumpkin at a certain at a certain time because she can't stay up late, and uh, unless she's got a controller in her hand. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, see, I sleep regularly so that when a cool game comes out, I can pull like two days worth without sleeping. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> that's dedication right mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. So, and I didn't want to be any later, so I didn't go downstairs to make anything to drink. And I had no more beer in the fridge upstairs in the game room, so. Oh, that's always a sad day. You no beer f- in the game room. Yeah, you have a fridge in your game room? Of course I do. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> I want to be you when I grow up. <laughs> Why would I want to go downstairs <laughs> to get a beer? What's wrong with you? I wonder if I could install a fridge in my couch. Oh my gosh, if you come up with that, patent the fuck out of it. Because seriously, underneath the couch, if you don't have like so a pull-up much- bed, all you, why can't you have like a little drawer, like a yeah. fridge drawer down there? there fridge you go. drawer. You just got to plug your couch in. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm so game. I'm so game. I'll work on this with you. All Let's right. Let's do it. I'm not writing my dissertation anymore. <laughs> Yeah, summer project. Screw the PhD. <laughs> Coming up with the cool, oh, with the cool couch. Cool couch, right? <laughs> oh, cool couch! What a name! Oh. oh my god! <laughs> you heard it here first, people. You can do beers and sandwiches in your couch, man. You would we never have to leave. Right and we can also get into uh, the industry that sells uh, uh, cream and stuff for bed sores. Oh, it'd be a good time to invest in that. (laughs) That just went too far for me. That went too far. Oh, whatever. (laughs) When your standards disgust me. (laughs) That's hilarious. Well, I promise to be sufficiently buzzed for the next podcast. How about that? Agreed. There we go. You know what? To heck with that. Next podcast, since it's like during during break, we should actually get together. Done. We should. Oh my gosh, we definitely. We should. could do another Scotch night. Oh. <laughs> you guys are like, no, we've had enough of you on Scotch. No, not not the Scotch, not the Scotch. Too much Scotch, and I get oh, sleepy. I... We could do sneaky sneakies. Yeah, see, I could do vodka, and I can do I could do I could do vodka, and I could do tequila. Too much Scotch will make me sleepy. I love me some tequila in shot form, particularly. There we go. We'll have to have a word, and every time we say that word, we'll have to take a shot. Interesting or problematic. <laughs> <laughs> so not super califragilisticexpialidocious. Not unless you want to stay sober. <laughs> okay. Who wants to do that? <laughs> uh, definitely not me. 
No. Not after this finals week. No kidding. Jeez. All right. And so um, let's flip things around a little bit. And and, uh, we'll start with indie games uh, this week because we have a lot of different... (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Oh, that was a Jolly Rancher! (laughs) Oh! Oh god! (laughs) I'm glad you're talking. I was laying. I was laying down because you know I always podcast laying down. (laughs) And uh, I went to start talking. I was going to say, "Yay, (laughs) indie game of the week!" And I (gasps) breathed in, and I sucked in my Jolly Rancher into my. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Didn't your mother ever tell you don't lay down with hard candy in your mouth? Yeah, that's bad. Have you that's met bad. me? Have you ever met me? You think you think she tried to put rules on me? Come on now. That's just silly. I'm glad we're laughing about your imminent doom. Like, that That'd be the perfect thing, though, because you guys would be able to call 911. If, oh, because, that's true, on the podcast. Right. Speaking of which, Samantha, that would probably up our, our listener rating. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, Samantha, we can see your exact location when you send us messages. So you might want to fix oh, that. On Facebook, yeah. Really? Yeah, we, like down to the down to the address. Yeah, I got directions to your house. Yeah, and then there's a little button. It says, "Do you want directions?" How yep. strange is that? We have to turn that off. Okay, you can turn that shit off. Huh? That must have come with the last uh, Facebook <laughs> app. Uh, update on my phone oh that's true yeah but shoot right. i just updated mine too i don't want that going i just on. updated mine before the podcast i updated everything before the podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i'm gonna call recorders not working okay indie game i apologize for almost choking because i was so excited to do the indie game um <laughs> so i have a the indie game that i played and then i have a recommendation for you sam of okay. another one nice that totally looks like something you would love so the one I think you would really like is called, uh, I'm going to spit out my Jolly Rancher. I still had it in my mouth. Um, let's, let's do that, please. Um, the one, uh, I'm also sitting up. So, uh, the one that I think you would really like is called Lone Survivor. It was made by Jasper Byrne, 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 something like that. So anyway, I, it wasn't my kind of game, uh, but I looked at it and it has like the, you know, like the old school, um, like the super old school point and click adventures and like the chat bubbles, sort of like, uh, what was that game that you and I played it together? Point and click adventure where you like try to find that you figure out puzzles. Like you are figuring something out. Dang it. Oh, where you like, wait, you wake up and you're trying to figure out the mystery of what's happening. Wake up. There's like Mist was the other game like that where you like where you like wake up. There was like cinematic clips in it. Remember you and I played it together? Anyway, <sighs> I should have asked you before the podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah, that would have helped. <laughs> so anyway, it's sort of like a like a twenty fifteen fifteen years ago uh, point and click adventure game. So um, and and the story looks super fun. Um, so I think you should check that out. Cool. I'll so check it out. Lone Survivor. It's on sale right now. Uh, Nice. That's even better. I know, right? So my indie game of the week is called McGruffin's Curse, um, which I 
uh, played today and totally got addicted to while I was playing it. Um, it's by Brossom, which is an interesting name. It was just released April 12th. Um, it's a comedy puzzle adventure game, and it's uh, like Sam was talking about the game she played earlier about Nikola. Uh, it's a hand-drawn uh, <coughs> game that sort of... Uh, focus it has like sort of a comic book feel and uh you so you're this uh you're this guy who is going to rob a museum to get this amulet so you go in and get the amulet it's sort of like the the zelda style like top down you look as you're walking around right mm-hmm. um and uh as soon as you touch the amulet you turn into a werewolf so then oh, you nice. have to get out of the museum and then go on all these like different quests but you have to like figure out how to get out of the room you're in. So like sometimes you have to open a safe um, and you have to be a person for that. So you go into the moonlight and you click a button and you turn into a person. Um, And so then you can do the safe, but sometimes you need to drag something. So you need super strength. So then you have to go into the moonlight and change into a werewolf to like have super strength to be able to like, like pull something. Right. So um, you just sort of go through like that and it's really cute. And then you find like pieces of a, of a comic book strip that sort of like has a noir feeling to it. And you're like getting the mystery of all of this unfo- is unfolding as you go along. So, um, I would definitely recommend it. it's on sale right now for, I think it's normally five bucks. It's on sale right now for four bucks. Actually, I think it's regularly four and it's on sale for three. You cannot go wrong with spending $3 on a sweet game. So, and it's so, and it's really pretty. Um, I think it won, it was either that game or the one that I just recommended for you, Sam, that won the uh, um, best best writing, some a best writing award, free free plays best writing award. Hmm. Um, I think it, I think it's yeah, McGruffin's Curse is the one that won the. Well, interestingly enough, McGruffin's Curse is also now available on iOS devices. That would actually make a lot of sense. It'd be a really good iOS game. You think? Um. Yeah, yeah, I think it would. It's simple enough that you'd be able to do it. So I can get it on my iPad? Yeah. iPad would be ideal. Ah, oh, sweet. I'm actually really excited about this. All right. So maybe that'll be a fun yeah. iPad game to carry around with me. Yeah, I really, I like I said, I started playing it today because I always try to, you know, play at least a half hour, an hour or something of whatever indie game I'm doing. And I, like, totally got sucked into it. And I was like, ooh, nice. Ooh, two new indie games for me, Lone Survivor and McGruffin's Curse. Yeah, let me know what you think of the Lone Survivor. It didn't look like my kind of game, but as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my god, Sam's going to love this. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. It's funny, I'm looking at Steam and they uh, already downloaded the McGruffin's Curse demo for me. Did they really? Uh-huh. Well done, Steam, well done. I wonder if they did that for everybody or just, I don't know. I gotta go get a uh, button Just for though. you. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get the the demo. That would be very cool. So that's those are my indie games. I'm gonna do Botanicula next week. I think we'll see what happens. How much time? How much time you lose? Well, I have a starting next week. Nothing but time. So. I guess I have to write a perspective. There you go. I was going to say, you have nothing but who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, that's that's the fantasy that's getting me through, okay? Otherwise, I will choke to death on another Jolly Rancer. Don't make me do it. I will. 
I will lay back down and eat another Jolly Rancher. You can't stop. She's crazy. <laughs> Drinking ginger ale, choking on Jolly Ranchers. And we thought this was going to be a low energy podcast. <laughs> I know. I almost died during this podcast. <laughs> you can't get much crazier you than that. You were coughing. You weren't going to die. Oh, that's so funny. I just spit all over my computer. So did Actually, I did too, right? At that second, <laughs> I spit all over my computer. That's really sad. Oh, man. You guys are such fucking ladies. I don't know what to do with myself. It made me realize that the screen on my laptop is disgusting, too. What have I been doing? There's like a film on it. Don't want to know uh, that. And just FYI. Guys, I you because you said that it was showing my I, my address and everything. I went in and I looked and clicked the get directions. It gives an address, but it's not my address. So you'd be at one of my neighbors' houses, like Sam, <laughs> just hanging out. Dang it! So I can't get drunk and show up at your house. We talked about doing that, Sam. We really did. You can, but it won't be my house. <laughs> Whatever. I totally know where you live. I was gonna say you know where I live anyway. Mm-hmm. I'll just be out there drunkenly yelling at your neighbors. You get out here. You get- <laughs> We're gonna play video games. <laughs> oh, that would make my neighbors hate me more than they actually do already. Oh really? Oh. You got some fussy neighbors, huh? Oh no. <laughs> not publicly she doesn't. I see, I see. No, not publicly anyway. That's funny. Did you guys see the smiley faces I put on there for you? Yes, we saw. I did. I did. Well, I wanted you guys to be happy. They made okay, what are we doing? Special. News. News. Um, let's see. I don't know if you guys saw this. The tell the oatmeal what it's like to game as a woman. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen this at all? It's been making the rounds yes. quite a bit. Um, yeah, because the oatmeal did a comic what it's like to game as a woman. This mm-hmm. woman's like, oh no, I accidentally had yeah. a, str- uh, a nuclear strike on my whole team. And then everyone's like, it's okay. You're pretty. You're fine. Yeah, that crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, there's all these calls. And it, uh, they're not like angry calls. They're more like, hey, we respect the oatmeal. We like the oatmeal. But this is not what it's like to game as a woman. So let's tell him what it's like to yeah. game as a woman. You, you know what I mean, though? Like, they don't seem angry. Like, how dare he? It's more like, no. You have no idea. Well, after reading the comments, it was there were, there were quite a few people who were like, holy crap, what are you saying? And they were pretty, like, ridiculously angry. But mm-hmm. then most of the people who are actually, like, talking about it, it seems like they're like, yeah, I really love the oatmeal. What, what the fuck is this? Right. Like, you're... You're kind of wrong, so let's make it right. But I did see that he, like, he apologized twice. And right. the second apology was, like, way better than the first, so. Right. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, I think he, the first one, I think, was kind of lame, right? But then the second one seemed pretty heartfelt. Yeah, he even donated $1,000 to the Women Against Abuse Foundation. So. Yeah, I saw that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Why is it that people, when they get called out on something, they donate money and say, I'm sorry. See, I'm not an asshole. You're still an asshole. Yeah, you exactly. just got caught. You just got, you got caught. Well, at least someone, a good cause, gets $1,000. Right. That's the important thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. 
Um, and I found an article that Tetris may treat PTSD. <coughs> Excuse me. Which I thought was super interesting. Um, and it's kind of this new thing that's happening with a lot of like peripheral um, gaming things to try and get into the medical industry. Um, mm-hmm. That that seems to be um, happening more lately. Um, like uh, the the veterans home here. Just and I don't mean just like video gaming, but like even like physical games and like. Um, and so there's a, the veterans home here just is building a disc golf course for, for veterans. And then the, uh, the, what was it? Some sort of, I, I'm trying to think of a not, I don't know. It was elderly people. Um, the, the city just donated some like, uh, what is that called? That game that they play? That's not, not badminton, but it's like badminton. No. What, what's that? Shuffleboard? No. Shuffleboard. Shuffleboard. Shuffleboard's <laughs> awesome. But no, no, it's like badminton um, or, and tennis. Uh, like some sort of combination of that. Anyway, uh, and they just donated some courts to that. So anyway, I thought this was really interesting because uh, I've been seeing a lot of research about how gaming can be like a really helpful therapeutic tool. So I hope it keeps going that way. I hope they keep doing research into that because I think that's kind of cool. Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah definitely. So... Especially yeah. if it helps, like, soldiers with post-traumatic stress disorder because mm-hmm. I know that they, they 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 don't find much that helps them with that. So if video games can do it, then by all means, jump into that. Yeah, yeah. they have, like, less flashbacks and they're, um, the, they, it says in here that the visual spatial demands of the game, like, disrupts their... Um, traumatic memory and flashbacks and stuff like that. Oh, I was one. I was. I was wondering what it was. Yeah, that would cause them. I guess because the same part of the brain that 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 kind of makes you rotate and put things into into position is the same part of the brain that triggers traumatic memory. Maybe. Yep, that's it. that's actually exactly that's exactly what they're saying. Now, so then they did like a, uh, they had soldiers uh, do all these different things, and they said the people who did trivia questions were the worst. They had the most flashbacks, and they couldn't really figure out why. So apparently, that part of the brain is is being activated at w- like the memory part more so than when you're playing Tetris. It's the spatial part that's getting activated. Or something. I don't know. So it's. I think that's. I'm super excited about that. I hope they keep doing research into that. Yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. Which I'm sure they will. Um, and then they're remaking Leisure Suit Larry. They Good finally Lord. got fully funded. And <laughs> I know our friend uh, Emily is obsessed with that game. So I was... Uh, well, I was very, very Emily excited. is the queen of playing inappropriate games as a kid. <laughs> She's from Oklahoma. That's funny. She always talks about these games that she played as a kid. And it was like, oh yeah, I played. And I was like, What? What the hell? I don't think she realized until the last year or so that it's Leisure Suit Larry and the Land of the Lounge Lizards is a really inappropriate game for a kid to play. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be on XBLA. Yeah, definitely. So. <laughs> There's a live orchestra. I, and I, that was a game I could never get into. Leisure Suit Larry? It was so offensive. It was so stupid. It was really offensive. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> it was awful. I guess, you know, for a kid, there's like music and crazy stuff going on, and you don't know what the hell's going on. You don't yeah. know it's offensive. You know, one would hope. <laughs> but, then, but then at the same time, when you run into that shit in real life, you don't recognize that it's offensive because it's just part of the game, right? That's right. You've been seeing that for yeah. years. Forever. <laughs> 
Good That's lord. So, so I don't know if anybody else had any news. That was the only sort of, ouch, damn it. That was the only interesting things. I, saw. I just punched my computer in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your computer has a face? Well, I mean, so where, where do you think I punched the computer if I said punched it in the face? Screen. <laughs> yeah, I punched it right in the screen. screen. <laughs> right in the screen. Pow, right in the kisser. <laughs> right in the kisser. Pow, right in the kisser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, is that it for news, ladies? That yes. will take us to the issue of the week. Would you ladies like to share with us what the issue of the week is? I think Nicole should. Okay, I can do that. Um, <laughs> it's your idea. It's a good idea. I know, I know, it was my idea. So, um, there was recently a post on Kotaku that's actually been making the rounds quite a lot because there's been a lot of articles written recently in response to it. I even saw one on um, the Huffington Post blog about it. Um, but it was basically talking about how uh, game developers, specific people within the companies, um, get death threats like pretty regularly, as if like it's just another thing that happens uh, all the time within the gaming community. Um, but... So what I thought was interesting is that they very specifically brought up that when they wrote an article about Jennifer Helpler, Helpler, who was the woman that we, what was it? Hepler. Yeah, Hepler. Mm -hmm. I keep wanting to say help her. I do too. (laughs) But um, when they wrote an article about her, it was one of the first times that they had ever gotten a death threat to one of their writers was because they wrote an article in response to it, but it was a, a positive response, like saying, like, leave this poor woman alone. Um, so then from there, I just kind of wanted to look at and see if there are more death threats given to the women in the community versus the men. But unfortunately, there's just not much about it, which is, I, like and I was saying earlier, kind of while we were chatting on the Facebook, that maybe it's interesting to even think about that the fact that they're not documenting it or making it public news like is that just because it really is just something that happens all the time or is it because like they just don't want to talk about it happening you know that's a good question i mean and i wonder the the level of threat for women is uh, is always different different and more disturbing Uh um you know, it's it's the um, you know you're stupid. You know, you're horrible. You can't you know design games that men get versus the more violent threats that women get, and not just death threats, but threats of rape are yeah. what kind of yeah. run, run, runs rampant when women start getting threats. Um, which is which is which is even more disturbing in many ways because it's it's the death threats that you can say, you know, eh, so what, everybody gets the death threats. But it's the threats of rape that are even worse, I think, in my book. Yeah, right? definitely. Because there's so, there's so much more personal and meant to be <clears throat> intimidating because of one's biological sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. true. 
And I wonder even, like, because the way that they make it seem is that in, like, the Kotaku article that it happens a lot, like, especially um, in the in the article that I put up on the Gamers Haven News. Um, <laughs> I, I want to say shave. Um, but that they, um, like, sexual harassment or harassment in general is, like, just a regular thing. Mm-hmm. So is it just that... But I feel like there's a lot of documentation, like articles being written about them talking about the harassment that they receive, but not about the death threats. But it seems like they're treating them like the same level. So do they not want to make it public because they don't want to like publicly bash their community? But like, then why would you want people buying your games anyways that are like saying these horrible things to your people? Yeah, I saw one of the... Uh... I, I, I forgot, it might have been for Modern Warfare 3. They were like, one of the guys said, yeah, we get death threats all the time. He's like, I've had tons of death threats against me. But, you know, people are emotionally invested in the game and they just don't know how to properly express their emotion. And I was like, right. that is the most nonchalant response to a death threat that I have ever heard. I mean, but at the same time, that's like saying yeah. gamers but are even socially that, stunted. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, at least the gamers yeah. that make death threats, certainly. Yeah. But then I, the same guy, though, because he was kind of the focus of the whole article because it seemed like they interviewed him more than anyone else, but it seems like he said that he gets them a lot, but the worst threats were, got that were ones that were sent to his family. Like, people sent him... It says, when they started posting photos and messages about my two-year-old daughter that's when I would start losing sleep. Like, people are sick. Like, his two-year-old daughter, and they're threatening her. See, but yeah. that's when you track a motherfucker down and kill him. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't put up. I. <clears throat> you know, I that's, know, that's one thing that I do not play with or about is my child. I will kill you. And laugh at your dead fucking body. Do you understand that? I don't care yeah. if you are just socially stunted. You will pay for that one. Yeah. Yeah, and like, there's no reason like, to rape up. Like, there's nothing. Like, not only is that a horrible thing that's a huge problem in our like world in general, that the fact that that happens, but to bring someone's two year old child into it, like, how low and depraved do you have to be to do these things? Well, and I, I wonder about, like, brushing it off, too, because, like, you know, as a teacher, if you're getting death threats all the time, that's not, you know, unless you, like, choose to be a public figure, I can't imagine any other field where you would normally get death threats, right? Yeah, I mean... Abortion doctors, yeah, something like that. But politi- Yeah, politi- some sort of public figure. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, but see, that's... But that's- you know, but you shouldn't like, be able to go, you shouldn't be terrified, or it shouldn't be normal to be getting death threats when you go into work, when you're a graphic artist, you know, or, or a writer. anybody. Right. I mean, like, celebrities get, like, crazy stalkers and death threats. That shit shouldn't be normal either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too. Like, you know, as someone who wants to be in the industry, like, is that something I have to worry about? Is that something that I'm going to have to get more something used to? Something that you have to look forward to? Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want that to be a big thing, but it's... Uh, it's a I really good question that you definitely should be asking, I get think. You a, get you a gift certificate for some time, for some time at the shooting range. 
Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Get all that. It's just, it's very bad. But the um, person who I actually saw the article first from um, is someone who works in the industry. And she said that she's only had two such encounters. And she says that she feels compelled to say that it, it makes her lucky. Yeah. Compelled to say she's lucky she's only had her, her death threatened upon her twice. Like, that shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, I th- and I think you're right, Nicole, which is why it's a good thing that we're talking about this, is that I think it's just not being reported because it's seen as the norm right now. Um, and there was the movement, like we've talked about plenty of times in the FLOSS community, the free license software, whatever, open source. Um, oh, yeah. That there's a movement in that community to publicize death threats, sexual assault. There's been, ooh, I just got a really good thunder. Uh Prominent people um, that have had to quit the industry, like Kathy Sierra, right? Yeah. Um, and they have this huge network starting, the Ada Initiative, and um, and stuff that are like there. Was, so there's all of this stuff like in the in the works right now. But but specifically for gaming, I mean, there's like Women in Games International, but they don't they don't right publicize that. And I remember remember in the interview with Sherry Griner Ray, she was talking. Um, I asked her if she had any specifics about stuff that happened, and she said that she can't or she doesn't want to talk about it. Two reasons. Focusing on the bad isn't going to help anybody. And then she said also that these are, you know, these are the people in your industry that you have to, you know, work with. So, yeah, I I wonder if part of it is just this culture of like not. Yeah. And I wonder if. Go ahead. I think not talking about it. Oh, you you faded about you faded out. You said, I wonder if, and we lost you. Yeah, what'd you say? You're gone again. Oh, I just said that, like... Oh. <laughs> Hello. I think we're getting a storm. Yeah. We're going crazy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Technology's killing us. <laughs> um, <laughs> can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I was just saying that, like you were saying, if it's like a part of the culture to not talk about it. Ah, seriously? What's wrong? <laughs> Am I here? This is so bizarre. Yeah, it must be the storm because you got the thunder, and then like two minutes after you said that, I got it. Yeah. And my yeah yeah my dog is trying to sit on my shoulder like she is a parrot right now. <laughs> She's Aww. smushing her face up against my face. I think she's scared. Dogs- Oh, I think she's scared. It's okay. Scary. Anywho, sorry. Small. Ouch. <laughs> um, we were saying interesting things. Oh, well, just that you said you wonder if it's a part of the culture to not talk about it. Um, But is that something that, like, like you were saying, it's good that we talk about it, but I wonder if it's something that you know, they don't want to talk about because of their bashing their own community. But then if if it were to be raised up as an issue, if it would actually make it a more prominent issue because people would start. And I wonder how much of, more. I'm sorry. And I wonder how much of it is that women don't talk about it because I mean, there is that thing. And, you know, we get it all the time is that, you know, well, you don't want to talk about it and bring attention to it. And make it seem like you're complaining about it because then that just proves to people that you don't deserve to be there or you shouldn't be there because you can't handle the pressures of the environment. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 
And that's some bullshit, man. I mean, because yeah. that that just allows that shit to run rampant. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you know, she's not going to report it because, you know, I mean, it's the same shit that's been going on in the military for years, right? Women in the mm-hmm. military. I mean, like like that whole tail hook shit, right? Don't report sexual harassment or sexual assault. Why? Because they have spent too much time trying to prove to folks that they deserve to be there. Right. So that would make them seem weak and therefore they don't belong there anymore. Right. And that they're not just one of the guys. They can't, they can't cut it regardless of what it is, including getting raped and sexually harassed on a regular basis. Right. Right. And the thing is too, though, it's like, I, it seems like the, the death threats come in, uh, just as much for men and women, as much as I can tell. Um, Certainly but, the men are, like, it's, the men are talking about it, it seems. Right, yeah, they're talking about it. it are, am I, I'm not thinking any less of them for it, not by any means. If I was getting death threats, I would, like, want people to calm down about it, too. Like, I, I don't want to hear that stuff being sent to my family. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not thinking any less of you for bringing that to my attention. But, yeah, definitely, there's, like, a stigma about if a, if a female, maybe she talks about it, she'll be not as strong as the man. Mm-hmm. But I also, and I kind of, and not necessarily on the same level, like, at all, but I was telling Alex before the podcast, I just recently, over Xbox Live, like, got sexually harassed mm-hmm. um, via some messages. And it was something that I just brushed off like I was like oh it's just some gross dude sending me messages but you know that's the kind of mentality that makes these issues like go away and that's not something that should go away can you imagine if you were in school and a 37 year old dude came up and wrote you a note that said that right exactly you'd be be calling the freaking police yeah exactly exactly because he knows where I am but on the same note, on Xbox Live, it has my city and my state on there. So, I mean, he could be in my community and, to some extent, know who I am. So, like, the anonymity of it being online makes you think that you're perhaps more safe than you are. Right. Right. But uh, but it's, it, me pushing it off as, like, this isn't something I should tell anyone or say at all. Like, I, I think you were the first person I even told that that happened. Like, it was just something that I thought nothing of. Right. But that's not a good thing. Well, it's it's interesting that we react that way, even though we study the things that we do. Right. Well, because it's something that's... I think not necessarily ingrained in me. I don't think I ever had anyone telling me I should ignore things like that. But at the same time, like there's that. Just seems like the thing that you do. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because it's so prevalent, right? Yeah. Because it's not a big deal. Yeah. Hmm. Crazy. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Yeah. So. Then here comes the fun part. The deals for broke-ass gamers. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. What we got for deals for broke-ass gamers this week, Alex Lang? Oh, uh, we, uh, we got some good ones. 75% off Dead Space and Dead Space 2. So that's mm. always fun. There's a free weekend of Modern Warfare 3 on Steam. So uh, if you haven't played Modern Warfare 3 yet, go ahead and hit that up. 
and 50% off Evacron Mercenary. I have not played that or heard of it, but it's 50% off. Um, also, I looked, I was looking at the indie games earlier, and almost all of their indie games are like between 10 and 20% off right now. I, I don't know if it's because the Humble Bundle came out or what, but uh, if you uh, are into buying some, some indie games, you should go check them out right now because they seem to be... I mean, you know, I mean, they're not going to discount the indie games 75%, you know, because they're four, $4 or $5 anyway. But, you know, when they discount them 10%, it's still kind of nice. So uh, check those out. And then the Humble Bundle Botanicula debut is also out. Botanicula, Machinarium, Samuros 2, and Kuki. And then if you pay more than average, you unlock Windowsill. Yeah. That's all I looked up. They actually added some stuff to that humble bundle today. Um, I got a, I got an email about it. Oh, um, really? I just looked it up. Yeah, no, Dang they it. added something to it. Um, it just came out. I got an email about it today, uh, probably a couple of hours ago. Cool. Um, and uh, something that's not necessarily on sale, but might be some fun stuff to check out, is that the um, uh, the the Walking Dead serial. Uh, game started uh this week on xbla mm-hmm. um and on steam um and i think it's been on psm for a while yeah i might be wrong but at least maybe a week or so um and i've been hearing good things about it just kind of in you know the buzz about it because i i was in i was uh actually chatting with some folks in that place where uh nicole says she works and i've never seen today um <laughs> Nicole says she has a job, folks. Don't believe her. Because I am mm-hmm. there all the time and I have never seen her. Um, you are there all the time. I am. All the time. And I've never seen her. I only work her. once this week. I only work once this week. You know, yes, I seem to hear you say that a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I only worked that one day that you didn't go there. Uh-huh. Hey, Joy saw me there. Joy saw me there. Oh, Joy did? I love Joy. Yeah, yeah. ask her about it. Joy I'm definitely going there. to. Yeah. Uh huh. How much did you pay her to say that you work there? That's the big yeah. question. <laughs> I will never tell. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's about it for deals for broke ass gamers this week. There's some good stuff to check out. Um, the humble bundle is uh, like I said, Botanicula is a is a fun little game. Check it out. And then if you haven't played Machinarium, which is also a great game. Um, go ahead and uh, ju- and jump on that humble bundle because Machinarium is a great game, um, and you'll have some good some good solid uh, point and clicky kind of adventure games to play through for the weekend. Keep you keep your brain sharp. Download them now and then you can play them during the storm in case the uh, internet goes out. Yeah, that's a good point too. Oh, there it was again. Jeez, weird stuff going on, folks. Is. We're in the comet tail. Technology's gonna turn on us. <laughs> oh, <man>. Good lord. <laughs> I don't know why that hit my funny bone a little. Because <laughs> you were gonna die in a fiery a fiery ball of death. At least I'm, yep. I don't die by choking on a Jolly Rancher oh, at home in my pink sweatpants. That's a bad way to go out. Mm, <laughs> that would be a bad way to go out. 
funny. All right. That being said, um, so as always, folks, thanks for joining us for the 33rd episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast. If you want to get in contact with us, you can always email us at nymgamer at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at Not Your Mama's Gamer. Um, you can... Uh, Twitter. Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at, at nymgamer. Um, and as always, you can come to nymgamer. Um, dot com and see our fabulous, uh, informative, interesting, thought-provoking, um, maddening uh, <laughs> blog posts um, and participate in the discussion uh, on the blog uh, where we have you know we have a variety of things not only blog posts but also videos that have been done. Um, at various and the sundry points and some video reviews as well. Check it out. See what's there. Have fun. Um, we need to do another one of those. We haven't done one in a while. Well, I put a video up this week. No, I mean a review. We do need to do a review. We should do a video review soon. Have to have fun with it. Um, and uh, we got some interesting things in the work. We are brewing up a round table of sorts, which may be our next episode. Um, well, it may not be. Well, I think we need it to be because we need to prep for our presentation. Because our papers do, I think, on the first. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll get something interesting going for you, and it'll be a whole lot of fun. Um, uh, as always, buy a t-shirt. We yeah, have, buy a t-shirt. <laughs> buy a t-shirt. Um, we still have t-shirts available. Um, I swear I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear a t-shirt every day for the summer. I'm wearing mine right now. To recording, that's a good idea. Dang it. Mm-hmm. I'm not wearing mine. Yeah. Aww. Um, see, you can be like the rest so of us and, 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 and uh, buy a t-shirt. For those of you who have bought t-shirts, uh, you should definitely send in action shots. We can post them on the internet for all to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that... Uh, I think that's about it for now. Contact us, get in touch with us. You can feel free to um, oh, also send us emails, send us video questions, audio questions, audio questions because we don't really have video. Send us audio questions. We'll play them on the air and answer you. Um, we look forward to those kinds of things. Or you can just send us an email question. We'll read it on the air. We haven't gotten one of those in the last little bit. Hey, all you yeah, folks, come on, guys. send us another question. Um, <laughs> we'd be happy to, to entertain questions. Uh, maybe we'll we'll do, we'll do a, a drive and drum up some questions and do an email only do email only podcast. That could be fun. That would be really fun. See, that would be fun. So maybe we'll we'll work on that. Um, Alex Lane still posting smiley faces on the show notes. <laughs> I was right. wondering if anybody is still looking at those. Um, so until then, folks, uh, there's a storm coming. Uh, stay grounded so you don't get shocked. Stay grounded, stay dry, stay safe, and as always, game on. Game on! Game on! Yay!
what a world. 